Charles Dickens wrote a famous book about two cities. That book starts with a very famous introduction. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. Well, this wasn't either London or Paris, but the rest is pretty accurate for how we start our story. It was pub number 11 in the Ring of Bells, a pub in Bethley Slum, a housing estate in Crewe. Molly's emergency custard tart had just exploded in her bum bag. Jodie was just about to lose the bet. Nick was around the back with one of the 13 lads, apparently helping him with his costume. Lou was in the kitchen, apparently whipping up a bechamel sauce. And let's just say, it was a fucking mess. Things were about to escalate pretty quickly for a Saturday night, and that really is saying something for crew. And what came next was a scene familiar to millions around the world. It was a typical winter's night. Deep in midwinter, softly winds making moan, although that was probably just Susan from two doors down had been hitting Tinder pretty hard since her fella got put away for selling knockoff Fabergé eggs down at Stoke Market. It was generally pretty Baltic. It was typical crew weather, grey, driving rain and wind. People were actually having to wear clothes for once. High above Aldi, a bright light twinkled. A light so bright that kids robbing spare wheels didn't have to use their phone lights to see what they were doing. Far, far away, three wise queens were trudging up the crew road. They'd just been asked to get out of a taxi. Coincidentally, all three had forgotten their purses. And it really wasn't that sort of taxi. Bloody hell, it's cold tonight. I shouldn't have worn this Byzantium bejeweled cape and pure silk moccasins. And this crowd is making my head itch like nobody's business. So, what you're basically saying is you've got head thrush. Nice. Well, at least your flowing, exquisite hand-stitched silk is warmer than what I'm wearing. Yes, Joyce. I know you've been after Hera Junior all night, but I don't think a queen of your vintage should be wearing leather. It looks like you've been squeezed into some kind of shoe. You're telling me I feel like a bag of offal cross with a large German sausage. <laughs> Good job I've got the baby talking or I'm never getting out of this. <laughs> OK, well, we need to get to the Ring of Bells in Bethany Slum. I've heard they're putting on a karaoke night. It's Roman-themed and I've been practising Adelius all week. Fuck me, Dad. Do you have to? I can't stand Adelius. That one about making me feel your love sets my teeth right on edge. Makes me feel sick, more like. You're just jealous. If you could sing like me, you'd be first in the queue. Sing like you? I've heard donkeys fart with more range and pure t- tonality. Meanwhile, in the ring of bells in Bethley Slum, a poor carpenter called Joseph was trying to enjoy a quiet pint of dark fruits with his heavily pregnant wife, Mary. Well, he said he was a carpenter, but if truth be told, he'd never been seen with any wood. So, let's go through this again, love. The doctor said, you're nine months gone. You look like you've swallowed a beach ball and we've now managed to, well, you know, actually hide the sausage. Are you sure you haven't been having a bit more than a sports massage from the physio whilst I've been lathering my wood? Listen, pet, I've told you once and I'll tell you again. You can't get knocked up from a vigorous deep tissue massage and a big tube of deep heat. Besides, a woman has her needs and frankly, with your little problem, who would blame me for asking for a happy ending after I've had my hamstring pummeled and flaps? 
I don't know how I got in this state. I feel like a prized heifer. The pub is getting increasingly lively. The local rugby team were hitting the leaf from milks like a ginger stepchild and the karaoke was in full swing. Slowly, the festivities were being interrupted by a strange but increasingly bright light. Rarely for crew, it wasn't blue flashing and accompanied by an annoying wailing noise and a siren. No, it was a wondrous sight, almost too much to look at. Think Gemma Collins in a nearly there bikini. The star was rising high in the sky, shining at an iridescence over the Polish butchers. It was directly over Aldi, the big one with the car park, not the manky one on the retail park. Just as the three sleigh queens were about to make a terrible wrong turn down the bypass for an overpriced pint of piss at the Sacred Orchard, the star lit their way. Crikey, look at that light. It's so bright, it's melting my foundation. Heck, better get a move on. I told you not to use a trowel to get your makeup on. What I give for a camel right now. That looks miles away and I feel compelled to follow it. My feet are killing me. Oi, dickhead. Where are we going to get a camel from around here? We'd be better off going cow tipping. Ooh, cow tipping. Have you ever done cow tipping? I tried it once. It didn't end well. They're bigger than they look. I ended up trying to leap a five-bar gate wearing a leather miniskirt whilst being pursued by a herd of the bastards. Serves you right. They probably saw the skirt and recognised a relative. (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) meanwhile at the ring of bells mary and joseph were starting to fall out joseph do you really need that extra pint that must be six you've had at least right it's the weekend chill besides you can't drink in that state so i'm doing us both a favor and taking yours as well right okay but if my waters break all over the floor you can clean it up i'm tired and do with a lie down i've been my feet all bloody day on your knees more like uh, well one of us has to bring some money in around here and that's the only way i can do it right now will you leave it out there's no money in carpentry these days besides i'm an influencer i've got 100 followers on the gram that's not because you're good at anything love posting a video of trapping your nuts in a vice or hitting yourself with a hammer might get you likes but it's not going to pay the bills well at least i get likes if i post a picture of you in that state the rspca would be around in no time shut your face dickhead crikey i'm starting to feel weird do you reckon you can ask the landlady if she's room for the night excuse me good lady not a chance. Besides, I'm not having someone that heavily pregnant wallowing about on my fresh sheets. Before we know it, I'll be chiselling amniotic fluids off the duvet and scrubbing placenta off the ceiling. Charming. What do you suggest this time of night, then? Uh, I've got no money. I'm half caught. It's so cold out there. Could cut glass with my nipples. Do we show you? Right. I'm not sleeping in the car again. Last time we did that, my back felt like I'd been in an eight-hour scrum against the Georgian pack and I had bruise on my leg from the gear stick in the shape of Hannah Bottoman. It took three sessions with Pim and Pam before I could wipe my own arse. All right, calm your tits, love. Aldi next door's still open. Pop in there. I'm sure they'll know somewhere. I'm not sure what's going on over there. It's lit up like a Christmas tree that's been decorated in lights and spherical glass balls on ribbons. Oh, it must be the secret midnight 7% off sale. Come on, Mary, let's go. Meanwhile, halfway up the Cree Road, the three sleigh queens were trudging away, following the Star of Wonder. I tell you what, if we get there and it's just some bloody dickhead setting fire to a Nick Citroen Saxo, I'll blow my fucking turban. <gasps> oh, yeah, these black leather effects stiletto boots are not designed for walking. I should have gone for the ankle boots, not gonna lie. I've got knee sweats, my feet are starting to squelch. Right, that's it. Let's hail a taxi. I'm sure we could come to some payment arrangement. It's only two miles, we'll have to get our money's worth. <laughs> Well, there are three of us. He'll have his work cut out. He'll be struggling to use the clutch after a quick lay-by stop. (laughs) 
<laughs> Moments later, a black cab appeared. The driver, a chap called John, seemed very friendly and accommodating. They seemed to have an awful lot of bongella in the footwell of the passenger seat and several packets of wet wipes. At the ring of bells, Mary and Joseph were making their way towards Aldi. High above the store was a light so bright it was giving Mary sunburn. People from all around were gathering to marvel at its wondrousness and shoplift bottles of pre-mixed margarita. My word, that light is bright. I can feel my pasty white skin burning and it's only 100 yards. Should have packed the factor 50. All this excitement too. I'm sure I felt a bit of a twinge. Joseph dickhead. <laughs> Standard. Joseph's wandered she, off. <laughs> she's got blind again. <laughs> Joseph, I'm burning. My skin can't go. He's too busy, he's too, he's too busy lathering his wood. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I'm on mute. Sorry. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, sorry, hon. I just... <laughs> I just couldn't be arsed listening to you moaning anymore, going on and on. It's like you're having triplets or something. Will you just shut the fuck up, keep your legs closed, and let's get a move on? I'm moving as fast as I can. I'd like to see you walk with a bag of cement strapped to your abdomen. A bag of cement? What have you got in there? Some kind of elephant? Honestly, people have been having babies for centuries, and yet anyone would think you were the first one to go through it. First one to go through it without having sex, mate. Thanks for your support, love. We're in this together, aren't we? A little help would go a long way. I will support you, yes. Well, I can't carry you with my back, can I? Give us a quid. I'll get a trolley from Aldi and come back to get you. You what? You really think I'm going to get in a shopping trolley at this time of the night? Nine months fucking pregnant with you pushing it? I'm not a bag of potatoes. Just give me a hand and I'll be fine. Isn't that how the conception happened? Well, I'm not going to lie. After your effort carrying Jess on Saturday night, I'm not having you fucking carrying me. <laughs> Don't ask then. Just give birth. <laughs> Moments later, a black cab pulled up outside the ring of bells and the three sleigh queens staggered out onto the pavement. The driver didn't ask for a fare. He had that strange, faraway look about him. The sort of look you see in photographs of shell shock victims. Well, that wasn't worth a free taxi fare. I've seen better specimens at the church summer fake. Don't know what you're talking about. I feel like I've been beaten up. You've been beaten up. What about him? Was it really necessary to make him squeal like a pig while squaring your bra as earmuffs? Well, I had to get my money's worth. Besides, you two were as good as useless. See more enthusiasm at a barn dance attended solely by three-toed sloths. Must have been that pizza. No room for dessert. Even if it was more of a amuse-bouche than all-you-can-eat sausage buffet. Yeah, it was more a quiche or dare than a well-stuffed chicken with all the trimmings. Oh, would you shut up the pair of you? Best free physio I've had in a while. Who needs Pim and Pam when you have a full-body workout in the back of a taxi? What do you mean, back of the taxi? Most of the time you're on the bonnet with your legs round his ears. Anyway, here we are now. Quick pint. Best thing you've said in ages. Sounds good. I think I need an ibuprofen and a can of Red Bull. In Aldi, the staff were putting out the stock for the following day. Bags of carrots, sprouts, wetsuits, circular saws, and yoga mats were all over the place. In walked Mary and a half-pissed Joseph. Things were about to get weird. Jeez, I'm really not feeling too great. I can't work out whether I've eaten too many sprouts or this baby's doing star jumps. It feels like I've been kicked in the stomach by a donkey. Mary, remember the flat machine. Work on that. Keep clenching. I don't do birthing pools in here. They went to see a pair of steel toe cap boots and an air fryer in the centre aisle. Joseph, seriously, we're not here shopping. Something's going on. I'm either going to poo my pants or have a baby in the fruit and veg section. Okay, let me get me some help. Uh, and a bottle of something. It's going to be a long night. Moments later, things took a turn for the worse. With the sound somewhere between a balloon popping and the breaching of a dam, Mary's waters broke in spectacular fashion halfway between the pre-packed sandwiches and obscure eaten sausages and the fruit and veg. Just as Joseph arrived back with Steve, the duty manager, 
and Steve, with all the grace of a newly born giraffe on an ice rink, realised the only flaw in the otherwise perfectly designed and amazingly practical Crocs, the foam soles created a slippery film when in contact with a gallon of amniotic fluid and sent it sliding with alarming frosty into a six-foot tower of Quality Street. Code red, someone call an ambulance, I'm giving birth... You're on mute again, Joseph. Code red! Code fucking red! Listen, Mary, I'd love to, but I've dropped my phone down the bog at the pub and they're on strike anyway. For the love of God, do something or it's going to be well too late. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a bright light. Mary and Joseph were agape with wonder and fear. At that moment, the three wise queens appeared at the doorway and they too froze in awe. I'm Saint Shares. I sit at the left hand, a few rows back from the throne of the Almighty Lord and Father. He, in his infinite wisdom and majesty, has granted me the honour of the job of salvation of planet Earth, because he hath been far too busy trying to sort out North Korea and a load of other interborder disputes in Africa. I have bestowed unto your otherwise barren womb a baby. This baby will be born of you the last remaining Virgin Mary in crew, apart from my mate Platy, who, let's face it, is well past getting knocked up. And if she did, she'd probably sell it for a bottle of wine anyway. Besides, that numbskull you're married to is not up to the job with that cockley of his. Your child will be earthly incarnation of my daughter, and she will grow up to be an excellent tackler, surprisingly tall, and we'll be able to down a pint faster than all of Mexico. I've made sure this one is not ginger, as we all know it all went horribly wrong last time. You will name her Shezus, and you will raise her as your own. Just keep that layabout Joseph well out of the way, especially when she's teething. The little baby Shezus will save mankind. I haven't quite figured out yet how it's going to happen, but please try and keep her alive for a few years, because I will figure something out. Bloody hell, have you seen the prices in here? I'm definitely bringing my bag for life next time. Heavens, just waitroses everywhere. Does my head in. Anyway, good luck. Please accept my blessings. And here's a piece of advice for you. Never eat yellow snow. Well, I won't bore you with the gory details, as I'm sure you're listening to this whilst having your tea. The birth went pretty well, all told. Joseph built a bed out of catering-sized kitchen rolls and swaddled the baby in J-cloths. The umbilical cord was a little problematic. Turns out they're pretty stretchy, so trying to snap it was both revolting and strangely interesting at the same time. Fortunately, there was a box of chef knives in the centre aisle, so that solved the problem. Well, that escalated quickly. No shit. Nice one, Saint Chez. Why couldn't you bestow on me a small one? I've basically just given birth to a fully formed Tyrion Lannister. My flaps are killing me. Oh, seriously, woman, I've told you already. Would you stop moaning? I've got you a load of Bungella. That should sort you out. And... I've got you a load of Kate Tate too. Listen, dickhead. The last thing I want right now is a load of Bongella. And I've told you before, you cannot strap a flap. Now go fetch me some tenor ladies, some nipple pads, and let's get going. Meanwhile, everybody had forgotten the three wise queens frozen at the doorway while St. Chez made a holy and wholly inappropriate appearance on Earth. Struck by the moving scene in front of them, they did what anyone would do in a similar situation and took a few photos for the gram before looking for presents. As, after all, you can't turn up to a See a new baby without bringing something useful. We three queens from Leighton Orient are Lou, quite literally, came in a taxi and tried to rob a car. 
We weren't bearing gifts, but we have travelled from afar and have picked you up a few bits for baby Shezzers. I didn't try to rob a car, I just wanted to borrow it. Well, without the owner knowing. Anyway, cute baby. But who the heck is Saint Shez? What is she? The patron saint of crew? I'm guessing you'll be hungry after your busy day roaming around this shithole and having a baby in a supermarket. I'll bring you the present of franks and beans. Basically, stick them on the stove for a bit and jobs are good in. Goes well with toast. Here's a tray of them. Should see you good for a few weeks. You'll need a bit uh, of a pick-me-up or two after a week or two with that bundle of joy. I'll bring you the gift of coffee. Mellow bird, nothing but the best and finest for you, Mary. I can't think of anything that resembles a mildly amusing pun on the word myrrh. So here's a shit ton of jelly babies, some own brand crisps made in the shape of Pringles, and a case of vino plonco for when you've recovered a bit. Sweet baby, massive head. That must have chafed a bit. <laughs> a wise man once said that watching your wife give birth is like watching your favourite pub burn down. They weren't kidding. And with that, the three wise queens went on their way back to Leighton Orient, and Mary and Joseph packed baby Shezus in a wire basket as they didn't have a quid for a trolley and headed off into the night. It was the start of a wonderful adventure, a story that we passed on for thousands of years, a story that will forever change the course of humanity. Happy Christmas to all of our listeners. Merry Christmas, bitches. Happy Christmas, Christmas. Rugby fam. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>